Hi, welcome to another episode of Managing Well. I'm your host, Tanya Ladipo. I'm excited to have this conversation with you as we're talking about the three capabilities that are needed to be a successful people manager and really some reflection and awareness work that is necessary for us to do um, before diving into those three capabilities. Because, you know, when we show up to work on the first day of work, we show up as a whole person with a whole history of relationships and emotions and experiences and childhoods. Um, so we don't start as a clean slate when we become a professional. Um, and when we become a people manager, we're not a clean slate either. And so I think going back a little bit into our our, our previous experiences is really, really valuable. Um and so, you know, as I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about like, where did I learn leadership lessons? And I, I would, you know, encourage you to think the same thing. Where did you learn leadership lessons before you stepped foot into a work setting? Um, and so for myself, uh, I'll tell you myself, um, my parents um, drilled home <laughs> so hard um, the importance of education. Um, education to them was the only way to find success. That was it. So I think of my dad, you know, he is an immigrant. He came to the U.S. Um, at 17 from Nigeria, uh, and he came to the U.S. not knowing anybody, which is hard to imagine 17, a 17-year-old, 17 right, coming not knowing anybody. Um, and he came for school. He came for college um, because he was going to be a doctor. And so that's what he did. <laughs> he came to the U.S. at 17, immersed himself into his studies, uh, graduated college, went to medical school, BNB, and did exactly what he had planned, what his family had planned for him, um, and was, was successful in doing that way. And my mother, who is African-American, who was born in Jackson, Mississippi, and then moved to Chicago, Illinois with her family when she was five, um, had a different pathway to education. Um, when she was in high school, she actually was told that she wasn't smart enough to go to college. Um, and she thought, I don't really think that's right. <laughs> so on her own, uh, she applied to Chicago State University, um, which was incredible. And I know a lot of people could probably relate to this, applying to college on your own because her mother, my grandmother, didn't go to college, didn't go to high school. Um, and so really my mother bet on herself and took a chance that I think I could do this. Um, and she did. And, you know, over many years in time, you know, after she graduated from Chicago State, she got her master's degree and ultimately got her PhD from Northwestern University and was successful in her career. And so those, those stories from my parents um, and, you know, I remember my mother working at night for her doctorate degree uh, when I was a kid. I remember seeing that, the hard work that went into it while also raising a child and working full time. Um, I saw all of that. And then I heard the value placed on education from both of them. And so when I think of how I stepped into being a professional, just my, my first work experiences and then becoming a people manager, um, like there were some lessons deeply ingrained into me um, that I just kind of took as, as fact. I wasn't 
thoughtful or reflective about it. It's just fact, like education is important. It's the way to success. And there's a, a right way to do things. And working hard and long hours is part of that. That's what you do. And that's how you achieve success. Um, I also learned um, the importance of betting on yourself and the importance of being determined. So I got a lot of lessons from my parents that I just accepted as as factual um, and not realizing like, oh, that was their experience that they then gave to me. And so some of the things I, I've had to unlearn, I would say is the working all of the time <laughs> well, is definitely something I have uh, been unlearning um, that you can be successful without working all the time. Um, and taking a moment and pausing and reflecting and um, appreciating what you've worked hard for, what you've accomplished, um, pausing and reflecting when what you try to accomplish fails um, is something that I've also been uh, practicing and unlearning um, from the lessons that, that I was, I was given. And so as you think about being a people manager, um, I really want you to think about what lessons did you learn along the way before you even had your first professional job, before you were a people manager? Um, and how does that influence how you work and, and lead today? Um, and also how might that influence the, the capabilities needed to be a successful people manager? So there are three capabilities that I believe are really critical to being a successful people manager. The first one is self-reflection. Then there's having a growth mindset, and then finally having courage. Uh, so just to give a quick synopsis of all of it and why those are so important, self-reflection, the taking time to pause and think about how you want to lead, how you want to engage with your team, how you want to grow people on your team, how you want to um, source and connect with new talents to come to your team. like. You need time to think about that, knowing what went well, what didn't go well. Um, but the constant doing, doing, doing pushes projects forward. And there is there is a level of success and accomplishment with that. But without self-reflection, um, it limits the amount of growth, actually, that can that can happen on your team. And then as we're talking about growth, so often we hear about, you know, we have to grow, grow, grow. First, professionally, we have to grow. The company needs to grow. Personally, we need to grow. Um, and so when I'm thinking of a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset, right? A fixed mindset is the idea that you just, there's one way to do things and this is it. And we don't need to change it. And a growth mindset is recognizing that that we change, people change. And there are a lot of different ways Um to do something. There's no one right way. And especially if you are working in a global company and we are all in a global workforce, um, there's not just one right way. Like there's a lot of different ways that lead to success. And so having a mindset that embraces like, oh, I think my way is right. And perhaps it's right for me, but there are also 10 other ways that are just as valid uh, just as smart and just as successful. So really having a growth mindset of of being open to other opportunity, um, other ways of, of thinking and doing things in a way that drives excellence. And then finally, courage. <laughs> and I say courage because being a people manager is not easy at all. 
it involves people and people, people, which means people have emotions and they have reactions and they have needs and motivations and there's conflict and there's harmony and all of it is messy. And when you're a people manager, you are in the middle of that mess. And to have courage to sometimes say and do the hard, uncomfortable things to help make that mess cohesive, to help make that mess beautiful, to help pull out the richness um, of the mess of which is just kind of humanity and people working together. Um, but it takes courage, I think, to do do and say sometimes what is uncomfortable but needs to be said and done. And so some takeaways, what can you actually do starting today after listening to this? Um, for self-reflection, so for the three capabilities, self-reflection, growth mindset, and courage. For self-reflection, I would ask you to do a minimum of 10 minutes a week. If you could do more, that'd be great. But block off time on your calendar. Um, you could do it at the end of the week. You could do it at the middle of the week. Um, and just take 10 minutes where you write out the answers to what went really well this week and what could have been even better. So just pausing to knowing like with the projects that you were working with, with the people you were engaging with, um, what went well and what could have been better. So just getting into that habit on a weekly basis is a really great step for self-reflection. The next one in terms of growth mindset, you can do this on a regular basis. You can decide the frequency. So maybe it's weekly, maybe it's monthly, maybe it's quarterly, maybe it's at the end of a big project um, that you really consider and ask for other inputs, not just don't do this by yourself, but to kind of stretch your mind to um, consider lots of ways of being right. That you ask for the input of others of how else, what's another way we could have made this project successful? So let's say you did a fantastic job. Everybody's satisfied. Everybody's happy. You're celebrating. Still ask, ask colleagues, ask direct reports, ask peers, ask your manager. What is another way you think we could have succeeded in this? And you could be really transparent. Like, I'm really just trying to hear different perspectives and different perspectives that I might not think of. And so I know we did a great job. And how else would you have done this? And I would apply that to, to when you fail, right? Not every project's going to work as, as, it plan, as planned. Um, so when there's a failure, like, ask people, what would you have done to make this successful? And, you know, I really would challenge you or to ask you to consider um, asking asking a few different people of different levels. So your direct reports, interns, your peers, your manager, um, different perspectives, different inputs, different ideas, I think is really helpful. And then the last point of how can you practice courage? So sometimes people think or confuse courage with fearlessness. Um, and those are two very different things. <laughs> um, to live without fear is dangerous. And so I do not recommend that. Um, fear has its place, like every emotion has its place for us. Uh, we don't necessarily want to be kept hostage by it, but it, but it has it has its place. Courage is taking action and doing the thing in spite of fear. So it doesn't mean you don't have fear. It doesn't mean you're not um, uncomfortable. You could be incredibly uncomfortable and terrified out your mind, but you do it anyway, right? So that that's courage. Um, and so that could be saying the thing in the meeting where you're like, I'm going to say this and I'm not sure that um, people are going to like it. But if I don't say it, I feel like this project could really fail. 
that takes courage. Courage is talking to a direct report that you really, really like, and they are just not doing their job well. And being able to have a conversation with them to say, I really like you and I really want you to succeed. And these ways, you're not hitting the mark. You are not um, delivering what we need you to deliver. So let's talk about a plan so that we can change those things and help you get to where you need to be. Um, so how do you practice courage? Don't just look for the big moments. Practicing means something you do on a regular basis every day if possible. So look at the small moments, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, where you're feeling a little uncomfortable about something and you decide to say something um, instead of not say anything. So again, practicing self-reflection, a growth mindset, and courage, which are the three critical capabilities for being a successful people manager, um, is really, I think, going to make your work more enjoyable. I think it's going to benefit the team and ultimately the organization. Thank you for joining us on this solo episode of Managing Well. Please email us with any questions that you have about this episode or questions in general. So any questions that you might be scared to ask HR, those are the questions that we want to hear because we really want to be able to hear what is on your mind, hear what you might be challenged with, and then be able to provide some insight and solutions. Um, and that will certainly inform the guests that we invite to the show so that we can answer questions that you have. So we're really looking forward to hearing from you and thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Managing Well. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to learn more about today's topic, go to theladefogroup.com slash podcast for a worksheet on today's episode. A special thanks to my podcast team who supports this show. Managing Well is produced and edited by Black Faves Brand Studio. Our episode worksheet contributions include the Ladipa Group's diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging consulting team. I'm your host, Tanya Ladipo. If you have any questions or topic suggestions that you want to be discussed, email me at managingwellpodcast at theladipa group.com. <laughs>